In this presentation, we will take a look at the residency test related to the qualifying child related to the earned income tax credit. This is from publication 596. We're looking at the rule eight. Your child is a qualifying child if your child meets four tests. The four tests are relationship, age, residency, and joint return. We're currently focusing in on residency. Your child must have lived with you in the United States for more than half of 2018 to meet this test. You can't claim the earned income credit for a child who didn't live with you for more than half of the year, even if you paid most of the child's living expenses. The IRS may ask for the documents to show you lived with each qualifying child. Uh, documents you might want to keep for this purpose include school and, and child care records, other records that show the address. So note that when the IRS is going to question this, this kind of question, they typically are going to, they're based on residency. That might be easier to prove than basically the income tests, uh, the, how much income or how much support was been given in that they can check things like addresses. So if there's an audit or something like that, they may be looking towards addresses to, to basically verify from crucial areas such as a school, uh, where do they send the mail to. If we test this in something like the software, here's our test 1040. If we just test the number amount of months being lived there, we're going to say, all right, here's our mock 1040. We're going to start off. We have uh, the daughter as the dependent here qualifying for the child tax credit. And we see that we have the earned income credit being calculated. We're not getting into the calculation number at this time. We're just saying it's calculated here. And we have the schedule EIC being calculated. And we can see the dependent. We can see the child's date of birth. And we can also see the 12 months here. So what if we change this 12 months to something other than 12 months, such as, let's say, seven months. And we go back to the forms. We're going to say, all right, now seven months is, is over. Uh, the, what do we say here? It's over half the year, which would be over six months. So we're going to say it's still showing then this schedule EIC. And we can see that we still have the dependent being showing up on the software with that one change still have the calculation of the earned income credit. Now let's say, well, what if we just put a six here instead? That would be exactly half, which might be the case in some uh, agreements, especially in a separation type of agreement. So then we say, oh, gone, right? So now we're gonna say we have the dependent at uh, child tax credit still being calculated. Where that's not what we're focused in on here, though. We're focused in on the earned income credit, which has disappeared. Anything else just dismiss. We're not that we're just testing the earned income credit and just see what the software would do if we change that one factor. And so the earned income credit's gone and you can see that the schedule EIC is gone completely because now they're saying that they're, they're basically not qualified or that's the presumption that this qualification has removed it with regard to uh, the, the earned income credit with regard to the software. So let's keep going with our text. The following paragraph clarified the residency test. United States, this means uh, the 50 states and District of Columbia. It doesn't include Puerto Rico or U.S. Uh, possessions such as Guam. Homeless shelter, your home can be any location where you regularly live. You don't need a traditional home. For example, if your child lived with you for more than half the year in one or more homeless shelters, your child meets the residency test. So wherever the actual, whatever we call home for the tax code may not actually be, you know, it may be a place wherever we call home, uh, the, our primary place where we stay basically would be kind of the residency test, typically my interpretation uh, here. Military personnel uh, stationed outside the United States. U.S. military personnel stationed outside the United States on extended active duty 
are considered to live within the United States during the duty period for purposes of the earned income credit. So obviously, if they're outside the United States for mili active military duty, then that would be an exception to the rule typically. Extended activity duty. Extended activity duty means you are called or ordered to duty for an indefinite indefinite period or for a period of more than 90 days once you begin serving your extended active active duty you are still considered to have been on extended active duty even if you don't serve more than 90 days again exceptions to the rule with military birth or death of child a child who who was born or died in 2018 is treated as having lived with you more than half the year if your home was the child's home for more than half the time he or she was alive in 2018. So obviously, if the child was born in 2018, then they're not going to be living under the household per se, in, in the form of a separate physical being in the house, possibly for more than a year, but that's typically going to be an exception. So for example, if we go back to our test 1040, and we say that we have a, a child here, and we're saying that they were born 1231 2018, the last day of the year, well, then they're still basically usually counted then at for child for as a dependent in that year, basically, and would be counted for the full year for the child tax credit. So we might put lived in the home for one year. I think most software actually wants you to put 12 months, even though it's only been one month, given the fact that uh, there is only a partial year, year of life, you know, at that time period. So if we go back to the forms, then we're going to say, all right, there's a child tax credit or here's the dependent. And again, we're not focusing on child tax credit, but there's kind of a relationship. So we're focusing here. We see the earned income credits being calculated just with that one change uh, to the to the date. And we see the schedule. So the child dependent, uh, we had the child's date of birth in the year 2018, the end of the year, the last day of the year. We put one month here and uh, we may we may still be putting 12 months if the it was the date or the year of birth, but note the software even with one month is calculating the uh, credit here. Whereas if it wasn't the first year of life, then and it was only one month, like if we go back here and we say this was 2017. And so now they're born the prior year, but we leave this one month, now it's gone, right? We don't get the we don't get that at all. Because it wasn't the year of birth. And we only reported one month, which isn't over half the year. Back to the text. Temporary absences. Uh, count time that you or your child is away from home on a temporary absence due to a special circumstance as time the child lived with you. Examples of special circumstances include illness, school, attendance, business, vacation, military service, uh, and detention in a juvenile facility. So these are all instances that would kind of be exceptions to when we're trying to count out the months to be over the six months. Uh, these would be kind of exceptions for the temporary absences. Kidnapped child. A kidnapped child is treated as living with you for more than half of the year if the child lived with you more than half the part of the year before the date of the kidnapping or following the date of the child's return. So you can see how when the tax code gets built up, how these kind of different scenarios would ha happen. You're like, well, well, what happens here? And so the tax code obviously put in something for kidnapping, which would make sense. This, you know, this kind of treatment would make sense that so they would qualify uh, based on being there for the year. So anyway, moving forward back to the text, the child must be presumed to be law enforcement authorities to have been kidnapped by someone who isn't a member of your family or your child's family. The treatment applies for all years until the child is returned. 
however the last year this treatment can be applied is the earlier of one the year there is a determination that the child is dead or two the year the child would have reached age 18.